0: Definitely a good Friday.
1: I don't know a bad Friday. Do you know a bad Friday? Because I sure. Well, don't. I know. Guys, on the other side of these 10 seconds, we have a special guest who's going to be joining us to talk about the impact of COVID on the restaurant industry. The last 13 months, the living hell and misery he has gone through. And he's going to give us insight into real the, real the reality that the media is not really sharing with you. Stuart, give us our 10-second countdown. everybody, welcome back. Stuart, why don't you help us introduce us to our guest today?
0: So, you know, people were asking and writing and saying that, you know, it's just Dave and I, and we're just ranting away. And so as we're trying to get uh, this little project uh, experiment move further along, we decided to bring in a guest. And today we're bringing you John from Timo's Restaurant at Sunny Isles Beach, Florida who has volunteered to join The Rant to talk about all the things that the restaurant industry has gone through over the last year and month. And John is on the ground in South Florida, who has had to deal with all of the nuances of what is COVID-19 in the restaurant business. Where is a restaurant business going? But let, let's start off with where we started from. So John, Let's flashback. Hi, thank you for joining us. What happened Hello, a year ago, March 20th approximately. What happened? March March
2: 17th actually was our first day that uh, we shut down. Uh, we were originally gonna close all together, thinking that uh, this was gonna go by fast, I guess. Um, so we shut down for two weeks. Um, Then we realized that uh, this was not going to be a uh, quick, let's shut down, get this over with and get back to business. Um, And then two weeks later, realized, hey, we still need to pay rent. uh, And we're not really a restaurant that uh, is for to go. Um, So we contacted about 200, 250 customers going through our open table, getting their phone numbers, getting their emails. um, And we developed special menus. Uh, that would be able to travel. Uh, so we did that for about a month and a half. We contacted these customers, sent them the updated uh, email. Sorry, you weren't one of them, Stuart, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you already knew. Um, but uh, we we emailed menus out every Tuesday, had specific ordering times uh, for Friday, Saturday, Sunday pickups so that the food would be as fresh as possible because now our food, again, isn't really to-go food um we did that we did that for for a month and a half and then we are allowed to reopen um for for you know indoor service with your whole six feet social distancing uh following all all rules precautions bought you know the precautions that that they told us to follow um and then about six weeks later uh after following those they shut down indoor dining and said outdoor dining uh needless to say Uh, We were very, very upset with that. So we went over to uh, the commissioners for Sunny Isles Beach. We spoke to them briefly about it. Um, And two weeks later, um, we were actually able to reopen uh, the inside of the restaurant. And since then, you know, as people have been becoming more and more comfortable with eating indoors, we've introduced more and more tables inside. And as of right now, we are at uh, 100% capacity and loving the
0: feedback that we are getting from everybody. Some people, good, 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 Before, David, you get there, I got a question for you. So 2020, what percentage was your business down? I would say about 70 75% business. So so, so a business that, lo- that lost 75% of their revenue, but you still had to pay all your bills. You still had to pay all of your supplies, right? How much yep. did you throw in the garbage? How much food went to waste?
2: Uh, actually, none of our food went to waste. In the beginning, we had our fully stocked refrigerators, and we actually gave it away for the first month. Um, every single one of our employees who we were hoping would just stay on board, um, we we would have family meals three times a week, where all of our employees could come in, grab their to-go containers, fill it up with food, so at least they would be able to save some money off of their groceries. Um, and take food home to their families while we, we weren't able to open. Yes, we still employed, uh, you know, let's say 10 people during that time, you know, half a dozen chefs, half a dozen uh, front of the house. But uh, yeah, we, we none of it actually went to waste or thrown away. It was all it was all used.
0: So well, John then, let, let
1: me let, let me let me ask you a question because I I I got to tell you there's obviously there's a difference between you being further south and the north and, and here in Canada restaurants are still closed only takeout there has been very little to no um, indoor service and your numbers that we're talking about here are also still in the high percentages of 70 80% loss of revenue many restaurants have closed down for good they cannot huh. survive what have you seen in like like what 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 could we have done differently in your opinion like really where did we go where did we go right where did it go really really wrong
2: um you're not gonna like it but just say no if everybody says no at the same time the government can't do anything to stop you i get this i get customers right now nowadays with you know everybody coming over from california Coming down from New York, New Jersey, Chicago, they're all saying this is amazing. Um, why don't we have this there? Well, we we obviously we were fortunate enough to uh, have a certain certain government, but down here in in Dade and Broward, they were trying to uh, put on these strict measures, and we basically just said no. You know, kind of the same the same the same way that that uh, New Jersey gym owner did. He said no, but not many people followed.
1: So, but, but, so let let me put it this way. Let me play the role of devil's advocate here because people are going to say to you, "Going, hey, you saying no would will cause all these spreads and diseases and COVID cases." Did you have any COVID cases in your restaurant? Uh, we did have a couple.
2: They stayed home, all asymptomatic, and um, and then they came back to work.
1: Your servers, so that, uh, would did everybody take the proper protection while serving the, the the clientele? Everybody,
2: even even now, not having any mask mandates, we. Every single server, every single staff member still wears uh, a mask.
1: So basically so hold on a second, you take the basic precautions is what you're saying, yeah. which is normal, everyday standard basic precautions. We're not, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, keep keep somewhat distant, and everybody's healthy. Everybody's fine.
2: Well, shouldn't 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 you be washing your hands anyways? Isn't that something that you're supposed to be taught from a child?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> don't, Absolutely. Don't, hey, hey, hey don't you know, touch so your clinically the the advice that's being given is the advice they gave us in grade two grade one i mean this is just ridiculous
1: so john if if that's the case did the government at like the different levels of government overreact misread this whole thing completely i mean are restaurants closing because the government panicked
2: well it's not just restaurants too but yes the government panicked because i believe if you They've you've changed the rules so many times with this that it comes to a point where you don't know what you're dealing with. And if you don't know what you're dealing with, you shouldn't react to it until you know what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. I know it's 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 kind of naive to think that way. But I mean, what else is there? You, You have to know how to attack. You have to know what the problem is. And how that problem is affecting you before you say, OK, this is what we're going to do to attack the problem. And then, now we're going back to, you know, the debate of is this whole pandemic real or is it a scamdemic or uh, yes, people are dying. But, you know, I, I don't know if I should really get into
1: well we I, I we're yeah. gonna i don't want i don't want to get into this because then Facebook is gonna shut us down as being a bunch of like <laughs> a bunch of like conspiracy theorists but you know for john for, the, for when i look at the like i look at restaurants and i i've talked to a few restaurant owners and they're just like you said they re-restructured their whole business <laughs> and they're saying that the government isn't you know with all these losses the government is not helping them enough right now financially to get through this to be able to reopen do you find would, would it would it, like, how would what would you ask today of the different levels of government to help rebuild the restaurant industry?
2: Get out of our way. Simple. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, the, yeah, government, I, the government, the government, pay, the paycheck protection uh, program did help. Don't get me wrong. It covered it covered uh, our rent for one month, uh, one and a half months. Uh, it covered some of our uh, salaried employees for. Uh, I believe two months, um, but you're, you're the one that caused this and you're giving us back our money that we paid you. So in my opinion, it's all about self-responsibility. Be responsible I, I got, for it yourself. Get out of my way.
0: I, I, I got a question on that topic of employees. You know, how is the labor pool, you know, with, with that, you know, people are getting so much money to stay at home. Yeah. You know, what, what exactly, like, like, are you able to get staff to work at your restaurant?
2: We, I'll give you an example. We ju- actually, we, we, we just put up a, uh, <laughs> an ad on Craigslist to try and get some more employees. Normally, whenever we put up an ad, we'd have 40 responses within the first 24 hours. We have had in, I believe it's been up for a week. One response.
0: <laughs>
2: one response.
0: So you're telling me you can't get busboys then. You can't no get bus. dishwashers. And if it wasn't that, you know, the restaurant was primarily catered by people that have actually been there a long time, you you have no labor.
2: Well, we're fortunate that we have, every single one of our staff members has been there for, at this point, a minimum of five years. Uh-huh. Um, all of our front of the house staff, everybody know every all the customers that come in Timo oh no, know every single one of the front of the house
0: uh, by name. Um, but, we know but, the ba- but the back of the house, you know, you can't... You, it's great to have a front of the house. We know your face. But, yeah. you know, if, if, if there's no one cleaning the dishes in the back, it's a problem, right?
1: It is, it, so, it, it is an issue. <laughs> so are you saying that the, 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 the local government is, you know, just encouraging people to stay home or the state government or who... I don't know the tier. I know what it's like here in Canada. I can't say what it's like in, in your area, but like... <laughs> Are they really encouraging them to stay home that much?
2: I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go ahead and blame the local government for it. I'm going to blame federal government all the way from from the beginning, um, because our state unemployment rate is unsustainable for you to have without going to work. You can't you can't live right. off of. I believe here it's two hundred and seventy five dollars a week, um, but with the added PPP from the government, you're now increasing that another $300, $400, 500 I think it was the highest it was was an extra six hundred dollars a week. So at one point in time people were getting paid thirty five hundred dollars a month to stay home. That's um, outrageous. Well hang on a second that's I gotta outrageous. give you s I gotta give
0: you a statistic. Hang on a second, David Florida's seasonal adjusted unemployment rate is right now as of January twenty twenty one, four point eight percent. That that's up uh one and a half percent from a year ago. Which was six point three percent. So what's kind of really, really interesting is, you know, in twenty twenty it was seven point seven percent, right? So I find the numbers in Florida interesting because if unemployment's only like between four and seven percent, I mean that's pretty atypical for a minor recession, right? But how many people do you have out of work, and that's still what it is. I think that's amazing. isn't,
1: Isn't that also declared unemployed? I mean, I don't think I don't I mean, if you if you don't want to go to work, you just undeclare yourself. You, I, I, I don't know how that works. But to, uh, to me, I, what I hear, John, is, is that you've got like it's, it's a fascinating thing that, you know, uh, COVID is teaching people to be lazy. Don't go to work. Wait for the government to hand out the money. Is this
2: exactly I mean, this is a frightening thought. It dependent. is dependent. That's what the government wants.
1: So the government yeah. wants us to stay at home, be just leave our hand out like this and say, "Pay me, clothe me, you know, give me, pay my medical bills," and I'm going to sit at home and do nothing. We got Go
0: six. We got sixty seconds, David. So John, give me the nutshell, thirty seconds. I'm going to give you thirty seconds. Who has helped you the most? Who has helped you the least? Give me thirty seconds.
2: Who has helped us the most? We have helped ourselves, and that's what I encourage Beautiful. everybody to do. Um, I'm sorry, get out of my way and, uh, just let everybody do their thing. If you need to protect yourself because you are at risk, protect yourself. If you, uh, don't have to, I'm sorry, live your life. It's life is too short to be afraid of living to stay in your home. And
0: not so, live David, there. David, do you have a question? Because you got twenty seconds. What do you got?
2: No, no, I,
1: I, I really, I don't have any questions. But I got to John Timo Restaurant and Bar. Give us quickly. Where are you located? Let's give everybody a chance to come by yeah. and, and have a meal.
2: One seven six two four Collins Avenue. Uh, I'll give it to all your listeners as well, because I give it to everybody anyways. My cell phone number, if you want a reservation: seven eight six five eight seven seven two seven eight. Guys, you
1: know, I, 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 you know what? We only had fifteen minutes, and we thank John. We really, really appreciate you, you coming and joining us today and giving an insight over something that we really, really get frustrated. And as thanks to the person just posted on, on 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 our chat, absolutely, we need to support our local businesses. This isn't about forget about open table and Uber Eats and all that. Support your next door neighbor. Support your local restaurant. Support your local businesses today, Stuart. And you
2: and order takeout, order takeout, not
0: Uber Eats. Uber Eats takes thirty percent.
2: Thirty percent,
0: wow, <laughs> wow. You know, okay. you can't talk about getting a full meal, guys. Yeah. It's that time, David. Fifteen forty-eight. Say goodbye. Thank you.
1: thank you all very much. Hey, John. Once again, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate the insight, uh, folks. We are back on Monday as usual. Wishing everybody a wonderful Easter and passover weekend we look forward to everybody back on monday check us out on our facebook page sunday night for the topic that we're gonna have on monday wednesday and friday noon eastern thank you all very much have a great weekend
0: steward guys. guys let's see you take baby. care guys thanks john david, thanks. david head in the, end Bye. the stream